1: All right, time to wrap with Royce and uh, Patrick. How about them twins, huh? All concerned about the offense and 15 runs yesterday against the Tigers.
2: Woo. Yes, and uh, Gladden very upset that they didn't give Nelson Cruz the first home run, much less the uh, second, and then he followed with the grand slam. But he was convinced that it nicked the foul pole, and uh, I heard him late, later in the game saying, he didn't have five RBIs today. He had nine because <laughs> he hit two grand slams in uh, on consecutive pitches. But uh, those were familiar looking Tigers. That must have, if Gardy was watching, it must have made him nostalgic, huh? To see the uh, the Tigers pitching like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Why he quit? That's uh, that's true. But they, uh, you know, uh, of course, my big problem is uh, if a guy belches, we have to take him out of the lineup. God Almighty, yeah, what's up with negr- all the
0: indi- the indigestion uh <laughs> you, well, no, apparently Byron Bucks is available today, but
2: did you see what arise did though? he like kind of patted on his chest like you might if you have a little congestion, and we had to take him out of the game now, I know they were already had six to nothing or whatever it was, but you don't don't rush out and ask him what's wrong, make him tell you what's wrong for God's sakes, you know it's ridiculous. Uh, I had somebody on Twitter uh, respond to my rant about that, saying, and he didn't use uh, this uh, word, but he said, Baldelli will take you out of a game if he thinks you have to take a leak." <laughs> 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 he will. He drives me nuts. Let him play. God, a Buxton should be. He should be in a lineup. You know, you're sick. You're sick too much. Drink some Gatorade for God's sakes. Let's go here. <laughs> It is
0: amazing. Uh, uh what's what's the so if I give you over <laughs> under on Josh Donaldson playing in another game May 15th. Uh
2: he'll play before then. But whether he'll be playing on May 15th is he, he will return, but how long he lasts might be a better question than uh than uh, when he when he returns. Don't you think? I I don't know. They're they're saying a slight Tweak of the hamstring. Did you see his explanation? Yes. The uh, long explanation about how he's trying a new running style to protect the calves, and uh, it's putting more strain on the hamstring. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's not going to work. No. I'm going to make a prediction right now. That's not going to work out well. Well, it's too bad because he's a really good player. When he, On those rare occasions he plays, he is a really good player. And I, uh, you know, he looked great this spring, so... (laughs) I, was, I wasn't even watching. I was listening on the radio, and Donaldson hits the ball in the gap, and the next thing you hear is, uh-oh, <laughs> you know, and uh, you, you can't believe it. that uh, What was the second pitch he saw, second batter of the game? Was second batter of the game. Yeah. Yeah, the first right. thing I said was, stop. <laughs> Stop at first base. You don't. I don't care about a double. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't have him waddle into first base and stay in there. We got. We already got. Yeah. N- we already got Nelly doing that. We don't need two guys doing that. I but mean, uh, also, like at some point, he's gonna.
0: If he stops at first base, he still has to run the bases. Like if somebody hits a ball to the gap in right center,
2: he yeah, has to go yeah. to third oh. and to home. We talked so. about speed
1: walking let's just Man.
2: have him, let's just have him speed walk <laughs> uh, that would be a heck of a contract you have to write off though wouldn't it Oof, 92 million well, I was a, damn that would uh you know it, it is uh you know when you ask him about it they uh the the why they took that risk they just kind of you know they they hem and haw and say that uh you know they thought he'd be healthy and they love him as a player and i love him as a player too but uh even at that advanced age but it doesn't do you any good if you can't play.
0: Did he, because he, he made a comment, uh, it was like an Instagram post after he won, was it like a silver slugger or a comeback player of the year, whatever he won. Like he posted something on his Instagram and it said seven calf surgeries and he referred to the chronic calf problems. Pat, do you think the organization knew the extent of how bad his calves were when they signed him?
2: Well, how could they not? I mean, it's uh, all you got to do is say – Disable, you know, disable list, disable list, uh, uh, you know, gaff. They they tell you where the injury is on the disable list. They used to anyway. So I, I, well, I don't think they, obviously they didn't know that it was incurable and chronic, I guess. Else they wouldn't have, uh, you know, they wouldn't have uh, signed him. But these guys, Judd and I were talking about this yesterday. Uh, Tiger Woods, after the uh, car crash in twins terminology, would be day-to-day, you know. (laughs) (laughs) They love that day-to-day. Everybody's day-to-day. He's looking good. Day-to-day, you know. Uh, uh, Osama bin Laden was day to day after he got blown <laughs> up. With the, after he got shot, day to day.
0: We'll uh, reevaluate tomorrow. Yeah, we'll reevaluate
2: tomorrow. They look pretty good. It's almost morning. <laughs> got to make sure it was him. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's. Uh, let let's talk about the Baylor Bears. Woo! That was a good basketball team, and you know what? The best thing about them is the speed at which they play defense. They don't press you, but their switches and everything is just they, they it's not like a bunch of guys you know standing sitting standing back a little bit and clogging things up. They are out there pressuring you and when they tap a ball loose, there's three guys running down to shoot a layup. That's a good basketball team and I actually one of the rare times in my life uh, had watched them both in the regional and then against Houston. And I I said on Twitter in the middle of the UCLA-Gonzaga game that whoever Baylor is going to beat, whichever team uh, wins this game. And I'm surprised how easy it was for them, but uh, I'm not surprised that Baylor won.
0: Uh, they showed a clip last night of Scott Drew in 2003 when he took that job for the first time. He, I think he did one year at Valpo, right? Yes. took over for his dad. And then, so he takes over Baylor in 2003, and he says, "We're going to win a national championship here. We're going to build this thing." They won about 10 conference games in their first four years at Baylor. Stuck with it, and then uh, almost almost 20 years later,
2: oh, he pays you, it off. I you've, I have not read a good story on the Baylor. You know, uh, pro, we they, they did have the little problem of trying to get over a murder, right? Baylor? Oh. Yeah, one of the— uh, Yeah, that's right. One player killed the other one, right? That was—that's uh, that's a bit of a— Day-to-day. A bit, bit of a controversy. He's only out day-to-day. I, day. I think that's when Drew came in, right? Wasn't it early—late 1990s, early 2000s when that happened? And uh, it, it came in. But one of the great stories in American sports, however they're doing it, is Baylor— the last fifteen years, because they used to be Northwest, you know, Northwestern. They were they were the team that everybody beat, right? They were the dogs of that conference when it was the South when they when it was the Southwest Conference when it was the Big Eight Big Oh when they were never in the Big Eight when it was the Southwest Conference Big Twelve. They were the dogs. I remember the uh, remember the Gophers had an SID who left here after about a year and went to Baylor and the Baylor football team was like ungodly bad, way worse than the Gophers. And I remember laughing, what the hell is he going to Baylor for? I don't know if he's still there, but he's going to, you know, final fours and big bowl games. And they've, they've had a hell of a run in sports. And I, I don't really know how it happens. Now I did have somebody tell me about eight years ago, uh, that uh, Scott Drew and Baylor are doing stuff you can't imagine to get athletes down there. So I, I don't know, what that was that was secondhand hearsay. But uh, that uh, they were uh, they were willing to give assistance apparently. So and you know what? They're not going to take their banners down. Oh no, they aren't. They They're are leaving not. those banners up no matter right. what happens. In the even future. if somebody did them, even if somebody gave one of the players a. A uh, uh, paper on menstrual cramps, uh, like Jan did. Yep, uh, the most circulated paper in the history of the University of Minnesota. Always good for a B in health class. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the menstrual cycle paper by Jan Gangelhoff which t- turned out to be one of the great scandals in sports history. So, how about uh, how about this trend, though, gentlemen, of bringing in a former player? To uh, take over the operation now, Hubert Davis at North Carolina was an assistant there a long time, but I think a lot of people thought they'd go outside and get a, you know, get a already successful head college coach, Mike Woodson getting hired at Indiana, yep, and then having Thad Matta come in to teach him how to coach, (laughs) basically, although he had coached the Knicks and stuff, but having Thad Matta come in to be the strategist, and uh, it's uh, it's quite the trend, isn't it? It is, yeah. And uh, it's, uh, and you know, did, did I,
1: Howard probably started it because it worked, right? So. Did I see the Hoosiers also were talking to my good friend Larry Brown about an assistance <laughs> job? Yes, a, yeah, they were going to have Larry God bless him, man. I told you he'd be back. <laughs> Got to be 80. I don't care. I told you he'd be back. He can't help himself. Well, oh,
2: my favorite, did he go to, when he was at Kansas in 85, was that after UCLA? Yes, because
1: Danny Manning was after. UCLA. There was a
2: story. There was a story. Yeah, he where he, where he had that capable assistant coach Ed Manning, who was again Ed had been Ed had been driving truck, and suddenly he was an assistant again. coach at Kansas. Banners are forever, Pat. Yes, yes, that's right. I was there, but I remember there was a rumor on Sunday from one of the national guys that Larry on Sunday before the championship game. Had been in conversations with UCLA about coming back. <laughs> He's one of the happy feet guys of all time. He couldn't. He could not stay anywhere, but uh, he could coach. He could coach. Flip followed him to town, and uh, what? Flip won. They got to that that year. They got to the uh, NBA finals. They won sixty some games, I think. So, so was, I
0: just I just looked this up. So Larry Brown, his first ever head coaching job. Um, ABA nineteen seventy two Carolina. Yep. So <laughs> and he's that been- was
2: that. Phil was the Carolina team that played in several cities, and and one of the guy who basically played in Raleigh, they played in Charlotte, they played in various cities down there in the you know the 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 college tobacco road stuff. And one of the guy the guy the concept came from Frank DeFord. Really? Yeah. I think Frank DeFord had a big uh, story on it in Sport, My Carolina Babies or something like that in Sports Illustrated back then.
0: So he, he took, there was a couple of years here and there where he would take some, t- you know, took a couple of years off and then get the SMU job. And then, but he mostly was a head coach from 1972 until 2016. The longest he ever spent at one <laughs> stop was six years.
2: Really? At Kansas? <laughs> the was
0: 70s, that? the 76ers. Oh, really? He spent six he years with the sixers. really? Yeah.
2: So his only NBA title was uh, was uh, Detroit, right? I think he he won one in, with the Detroit. He never won one in Philly. So yeah, he, he didn't win. Yeah, one oh
0: yeah, he did. Sport. He w- Yeah, he won the oh three oh four with the anonymous Detroit. That oh, was some
2: yep. exciting basketball back then. That well, yeah, was, if you like to have guys beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> exactly. Time. Yeah. By the way, I wrote a piece today about the early years of the Mankato State St. Cloud State rivalry, and uh, Jeff Passelt was on the team in the late. Seven, he's a really good player. He's like high on the list of uh all time yeah. goal scorers for St. Cloud and stuff. But uh he had a line mate named Steve Martinson who became a pro. Remember him, Judd? Played, played for, for the, the Jets. N- yes. Jets and a bunch of teams. Yes. Had over three hundred professional fights yep. in, in <laughs> hockey. And he's now a, a coach in the ECHL and he's won over a thousand games and he's down there and I talked to him in Allen, Texas about his fights, and he said, it against Mankato, and he said, you know, I can't remember any great ones against, he says, on the ice, but we <laughs> stayed overnight on a Saturday in in Mankato and went to a party, and he said, that was a hell of a fight. <laughs> so Passolt was there. I got a scouting report from Passolt. I says, I just send a text to him and said, you didn't happen to be at the party, did you? And he says, oh, yeah. He said that. <laughs> He said, "He said uh, Martinson was beating a guy over the head with a cowboy boot, and and the rest of us were just wrestling." <laughs> oh I think Martinson was from from Tonka, right? I think so. I think he's yeah, a, a great been a guy, Tonka guy, great guy. But uh, amazing, you know, the late seventies, man. Uh, oh, it was a little different. Oh God. You could cover some stuff up then. Passold said if they knew what was going on, they would have shut down the program. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And I didn't realize this. Passold's brother played for Mankato. They were like a year apart and they played. He was a really good player at Mankato and they would uh, try to beat the hell out of each other during the games. But uh they had some uh they had some brawls. I guess that uh, were uh, because, you know, those guys were Mm -hmm. St. Cloud have been around since they've been playing hockey for since 1931, but Mankato just started in the late 60s. So, anyway, seeing those two schools playing in the national semifinals just blows my mind. And did you see what happened with UMass, too?
0: What? So, UMass has four players, including two top wild prospects out because of COVID problems. So they they can still, the team can still play unlike the V. So uh, UMD will be in the final, huh? So, no, no, no. Well, yeah, they're probably going to wax them. They probably wax them good. But yeah, they're without like four of of their best players. Yeah. Wow. Too bad.
2: You know what? Phil, greatest hockey conference in America, the Northern Sun. (laughs) 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 UMD, Mankato, St. Cloud, and it could have been Bemidji. (laughs) They could have had all four of them. Out of the northern sun. So, uh,
0: By the way, uh, Pat and I will be doing a full Frozen Four recap, yes. the two hockey guys here at yep. Score North. Uh, we're launching our daily hockey podcast next week. <laughs> It'll be great.
2: I know a lot about Mankato and St. Cloud hockey. I don't know diddly about the Gophers and these other teams, or the Wild. But, uh, Judd, yep. I told you we're going to have to take down that number one banner. As soon as the fans get back, the Wild get beat at home. They hadn't lost at home in two months. Yep. The fans, the phony fans come in. <laughs> you know what the greatest they can, part? It can't help inspire them to victory.
1: Take down the number one banner. The greatest part last night, so they, they give up four goals in the second period. The greatest part was the booing that took place. Oh, did they get booed? As the Wild left. Well, I think they were upset at the officials, too. Oh, but, okay. but it was just fantastic to hear booing That's as they right. left the ice That's again. Right. I All right. missed that. Yes. yes. All right. I missed the disgruntled fans. 3,000, though. 3,000 right. 3, fans last night. That's
0: good. That's good. Man. All right, Pat. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All
1: right. See Jeff. you, Royce. Yep.
0: All right. That's wrapping with Royce here on Mackey and Judd every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. And Royce Unchained every single Monday.
1: Shopping for the holidays on Instacart and paying with Klarna means you can get gifts delivered in as fast as an hour and spread the payments over time which could come in handy if you find out everyone's bringing gifts to a holiday party, even though the invitation said no gifts. I mean, why even bother to say no gifts if you don't mean it, Jennifer? Shop over 900 retailers on Instacart. Pay overtime with Klarna. New Instacart customers get $25 off $100 or more when you pay with Klarna using code Klarna25. Download the Instacart app and start shopping. Terms apply. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you.